0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're giving the gift of beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy.
1: And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we're reading The Gift of the Magi in Celebration of Christmas by O. Henry. And starting with the beer, this is...
2: We're going to start with a beer? No, we normally do. I'm mixing it up, I see, for the new, the <laughs> festival, festival.
1: Start with a beer? I feel like we do that often. <laughs> this is Ten Lords of leaping by the brewery. So for our second annual Christmas episode, we have another one of the brewery beers. Somehow we missed, we have, I think we had like eight maids we, of milk we in milking. We had year. eight maids in milking, yeah. So we missed nine, nine ladies dancing. What was nine? This is a 10.5% alcohol Does the percent
2: always match the year
1: number? I mean, Excellent question. We, do you know how many beers ago that last one was, man? 406. Yeah, about. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: that's a pretty it's good a guess, dark,
1: This is a strange thing. I've never heard of such a beer. It is a dark Imperial Wit Ale. Brewed with spices. And underneath it has this little story. The 10th verse of our 12 Days of Christmas saga is a dashing display of 10 different spices. It's like the KFC. You know what? I'm not going to tell you the spices. Let's see which ones we can guess. So I know the answer, so I won't say shit.
2: Oh, it actually lists them.
1: It does. Oh. Which is kind of cool. But a whit beer is usually a light colored thing. Yeah, they
0: usually. Pr- it's this like- is very dark, though. Okay, well, before I taste it, it smells like banana. Yeah, that's the smell. It also tastes one hundred percent like a banana.
1: You're going to taste banana, but that is not a spice.
0: First of all, what not if you grind it up? Real actually, small. yes, it is. Uh, it's a, it's s- an it's herb. A, what? Banana's a seed. It's an which and that's what. Actually, herbs are largely largely uh, what leaves. I Wait, guess. banana's a fruit. It's an herb. Tastes like I'm, I'm drinking a banana.
1: That is a that is a standard wit beer kind of flavor. That has to do with more with the yeast and the wheat that's added to it, hence the wit. But that is not one of the spices that's added. Is one of them banana spice? No. There is no variation on the word (laughs) banana. Is one of
0: them scary spice?
1: Oh, don't start this, (laughs) Nate. Don't start a game you can't finish. (laughs) You're a
2: baby to this game.
0: (laughs) I'm just not a good sport, I know. It's a little too positive.
2: I guess ginger has to be in this. It is one (laughs) of the (laughs) (laughs) spices. (laughs) One for 10. The rest really are just—I don't have any idea. I'm never going to know. I'm going to say coriander because everything's in coriander in all beers. It is indeed in this. There, there you is go. Coriander. I don't know what the fuck a coriander is. Um, I think it's a seed. Uh, yeah, I guess, but that doesn't help. Uh, isn't it? Uh, it looks like one of those things that looks like peppercorns, but it isn't.
1: It's like a white, like a beige-colored one, right? Some weird shit
2: like that. Isn't it the seed? It's the seed
1: of something else. Like if you grow a coriander, it's you cilantro. get cilantro. Yeah, you get you get another fucking radically different flavor.
0: Oh, weird. I'm going to guess. Even though I don't actually taste it, cinnamon has to be one of them. Of
1: course, cinnamon is in there. We have three oh, out of the ten. Christmas. Uh, then mint. No, <laughs>
2: no mint. Uh, okay. Mistletoe. <laughs> Think just standard beer spices. Pinto. Wow. Pinto's a. It's bean. a bean.
1: There are no legumes <laughs> in this bean in this beer. Excuse me.
2: I, I honestly don't taste banana. I couldn't tell you any. I just I could not. I'm it. looking at the list, and I
1: don't taste a lot of these. Honestly,
2: I probably don't even know what a lot of those taste like.
1: You will know pretty much all of them, actually. Orange peel, sure. Nutmeg, mm, I know what that nutmeg, is. Yeah. Allspice,
2: allspice. I feel like is a, it just means all spices. Mixed it's the name one. of the Spice
1: Girls toy. Uh, <laughs> cloves, dried apples, mace, and uh, anus.
2: Oh, anus. There's Anuses anus in this too. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be Christmas if there wasn't a little <laughs> anus in me.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's uh, anise. Is that's how you say it, right? Anise. Yes. I've heard anise and anise. I don't know which one's right. No, one's a niece. One's a nephew.
2: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
1: They both have anuses. <laughs> that's why I'm confused. <laughs> well, we have to drink all of this giant bottle of beer and five more and talk about a book, a story that's seven pages long. Beer per page.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it's
1: a large typeface. <laughs> I'll just put it on record. I suggested The Grinch for the today.
2: We'll have to, we need a book for next year.
1: After that, we are in trouble, because there really it is a steep slope of Christmas books. There's a we Christmas did, carol. You can start
2: delving into like the chicken soup for the soul
1: stuff. Well, well Dickens actually wrote three other Christmas novels, oh. but nobody could tell you anything about it. I mean, medium-sized Tim, not as cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the other Gift of the Magi. So, The Gift of the Magi is a short story by O. Henry, which was not his real name. I
0: o. Henry. O. Henry.
1: I forgot what his real name was. But Othello Henry. He also made a chocolate bar and named it after himself. You know O Henry? That's a candy bar. He didn't make that, though. He didn't. No, of course not, Jimmy. I don't fucking know. I don't make a fucking of O people, Henry bar. Of
2: all the people to fall for that, Jimmy. I mean, I don't know his name or when that candy bar came out, and it doesn't exist anymore. so. It's
1: true. I haven't seen that in a long ass time. But you're usually the one like, actually, it's named after the Mesopotamian goddess Beyonce. <laughs> and we're like, what? Really? <laughs> you're like,
0: no. I mean, it's plausible. It's plausible. <laughs> o Henry is the pet name of William Sidney Porter. We could have to a bunch of porters. That's a good book. <laughs> well, anyway, that's he a He wrote good, a I bunch was, of other yeah, stories. I don't think
1: anything has to do with Christmas. So this is a famous story. It's one of those things that people reference probably more often than not. Whether I, or not they actually know the story. Exactly. More often <laughs> than not without having read the book, the short story. I have the collected stories or like... Yeah, the collected stories of O. Henry. And this is one of the 50 in there. And I read it and I
0: was like, oh, I don't really want to do the other 49 right now. It was first published in a book from the O. Henry... The Million or something like that? Yeah, The Million, in April 1906.
1: Just in time for Christmas, April. Did they move Christmas since 1906? They did, they did, yeah. Like the presidential inauguration, we just kind of shifted that over. All right, so O. Henry is famous as a short story writer, and he's famous actually, besides for this story, I can't tell you another short story he wrote, but I'm sure he has some other famous ones. Mm. But I think his shtick is, he's like the M. Night Shyamalan of short stories, that he has twists and surprise endings. I think that's his thing. That's... Somehow that's in my head about O. Henry. He didn't write The Lottery, did he? Not Shirley Jackson. Okay. But he, which is a very twisty kind of book. But I think that was his thing, like kind of like misleading things. And this book does have a definite kind of Twilight Zone kind of vibe to the ending of it. We should tell you the story. Do the characters
2: have you names? knock it out in 10 minutes. Do oh. they have
0: names? Less than 10 minutes. Yeah, they have names. One is Delia. And Delia. You could just read the whole damn story. Della is her name, not Delia. Della. And the fella. Della and fella, yeah. Uh... And Mister James Dillingham Young.
1: It is Christmas Eve, right? And they, they are gifts. They are poor as fuck, living in some sort of like tenement. And they, she is fretting over what gift. Spilled what gift to give her husband,
2: James Dillingham. One of the things she thinks of is a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, because we have five more. I don't remember that, and part we're forty percent through
0: the story. <laughs>
1: Well, this one has Christmas in the name. This is uh, who brought this McKellar one here? I brought this. I think this is this is McKellar EU. This is not the NYC or San Diego. This is an Indy Pale with ginger and pine needles. Hoppy loving Christmas from McKellar. It tastes like just, a tree. Just because this is a yes, is McKellar DK. The Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Duke. Duke. Do you know? Uh, actually, uh, Evil Twin used to make a beer called Soft DK. So you just says soft dick? <laughs> I don't know to we seen drinking that. It was an imperial stout, which is kind of funny. It, it might be contagious. <laughs>
2: Can we get it from this? If you drink enough of it, it happens.
1: Pine needles is an interesting ingredient. You've seen, you don't see that often.
0: No, because why would you want to fucking drink that? <laughs> oh, my God. It, it is, it is a, that is a flavor in there. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's pine, because that is a flavor you get sometimes. But it's got something in there. It's something that kind of tastes cleaning product-ish to me, honestly. I don't taste that. Those are pretty. Are good. pine needles even edible?
2: You can eat them, but you wouldn't really get much out of it. I think. Yeah, it's like it's eating weird. grass or something.
1: This is not the first pine needle beer I've ever had. Really, Dogfish Head makes one called Pennsylvania Tuxedo. And okay, that makes sense. Or like a flannel suit is a Pennsylvania tuxedo. A flannel suit. I think that's what the joke is on the on the label. It seems to me that seems like really sweaty. It's fucking
0: cold as dick in some parts of Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm not really a fan of this beer. Don't really like it that much. Nor it's all, I, it's honestly. all right. I don't taste any
2: pine though.
1: I just it, it just tastes like a forgettable IPA, honestly. Yeah. So I, when I think of Christmas, I think of many things, but uh, I usually like that's a time to have like good food and good drink with people. So Christmas beers tend to be rich, heavy, serious things. This is kind of a meh IPA. You know, this, if I had this, like, oh, I have my Christmas beer, which I do that because I'm a fucking spoiled child. I would be disappointed by this. I'm like, oh, It's fair. I could, they could, if they had, they, there's nothing particularly Christmas or distinct about this. If they just said, "Here's our," you know, you could have said Winter IPA. But if they also just said, "You are where you think you are," Pine IPA. I'm like, all right, that's also what. That's how that works too. Yeah. I guess it's difficult to make something that's distinctly Christmas. Pining
0: for the Fjords Ooh. IPA. Mm. They it, probably owe royalties to uh, uh, Monty, Python. Monty Python. Yeah. How about uh, woodpecker juice. That's the one. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I actually woodpecker juice if it was called that, I'd be like, you know, that's kind of, that's interesting. It's an okay beer, t- t- but does it taste like wood? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It would if it could. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about anything but this story. <laughs> there's well, almost nothing
2: to it. <laughs> if okay. if we say another ten words, we'll get through half the story. Well,
1: let's let's say some of them, and then we can get to more beers. So he wants to know. She wants to know
2: what to get him for Christmas.
1: But the problem is that they're dirt poor. They're dirt poor. They have they, no they money. can't afford another beer. So.
2: <laughs> so, at the same time that she's wanting what to get him for Christmas, he's wanting what to get her for Christmas. And he's also thinking, maybe I should get her a beer.
1: I think so, because actually, I, I, I wasn't sure where you were going, because I was like, I don't think you hear his perspective in the story. <laughs> Not until the very end. And he's, he you had know, go, they, page six. In the director's cut, they go through some <laughs> other options, including one where he brings her a nice cable knit. And he's like, Is it a sweater?
2: It's a sweater, because it's cold out, and we're going to both die of the cold.
1: Jimmy, you brought this. I I made up that segue, but it kind of works. Tell us why you brought it for real.
2: It's a sweater, because sometimes for Christmas, you get a sweater. (laughs) It's by Barrier. Any details on this sucker? It is a A handsome India pale ale. Yeah. All right. And there's a picture of a man wearing a sweater. He's got big teeth, and he's smiling because he likes his sweater.
1: Do you know every every year for Christmas my my in laws buy me pajamas. It's pretty fucking
2: sweet. I am set on jammies. Do they? Do you think it's because your wife tells them about how you uh, wake each other up with farts, and so they're trying to buy pajamas that will hold the farts in?
1: First, the waking each other up with farts is very one sided. <laughs> you only wake her up. Yeah, she <laughs> or she, himself. I have heard my wife fart about three times, and I have been dating her for fourteen years. She's really good at. She's heard me fart. Three times today. No, <laughs> right? She's only been home for an hour. Yeah, it's like she, 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 she. There are probably times when she's at work and she's like a Native American shaman, and she like just touches the ground. And she's like, he farted. <laughs> like she could just tell. Like something moves. I know. Uh, uh, no, they they buy it. They, it's actually a family thing for everybody. Like for they buy it for my wife, they buy it for my wife's sister, they buy it for themselves. They just get pajamas, new jams. They also buy me like another. gift Are they like
2: like big matching sets? Oh, dude, I get like a Ward
1: Cleaver set. It's
2: awesome. It's like a, like a, a button-down shirt.
1: They're usually like flannel-looking or some sort of plaid pattern. About five a years. Pattern. Yes, that's what it's called. <laughs> About five years ago, there was a set in the LL Bean catalog or whatever we were ordering out of that. It was like people, sl- a cartoonish pattern of people, like a Norman Rockwell thing of people ice skating. And I was like, I want that set because it's for fucking Christmas. I want this winter scene that I could wear one day a year. And they were like, no, you're not getting that, Michael.
2: I have pajama you're, pants that are just skulls with Christmas hats on them.
1: Well, because you, you're punk rock. I wanted the fucking Christmas Village pajamas. <laughs> and they were like, you're the not getting ska. that. Ska, I'm sorry.
2: You can be a little both. You can be a little both. Then
1: they're little like country
0: and a little rock. They got me
1: this like regular plaid set. And I was like, oh, sweet. This is nice too. But I really want to get that other one. And every year since then, they have not sold it in my size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you
2: just got two pairs and stitched them together? Listen,
1: I guess I could really try to go full anorexic, but I'm a big man. Like I'm not going to get smaller than 1XL. <laughs> like pajama like, capris? I I I'm just <laughs> too broad of a person to wear that. I don't want fitted pajamas.
2: Like a wetsuit?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want a, a wetsuit of my flannel jams. <laughs> you, just,
2: you go to sleep every night by passing out because you can't breathe?
1: Like a corset? So it's the one... In a marriage, what I've learned is your wife gets to remind you daily of the things you failed her on, <laughs> but I get to remind her of this once a year, and it's it's a nice change of pace. Like, <laughs> remember that time I wanted those pajamas and you said no, and now I can't have them, <laughs> and my Christmas is bereft of joy. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I feel bad about that. And then like six months later, bad as I'll, I'll fart. Feel when I fart you awake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So, what do you think of this beer? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sweater. Mm. Just as IPA, right? It's a handsome IPA. Mm-hmm. It's definitely closer to an old IPA. It's quite bitter.
1: Yeah, I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. It's a cool beer. I dig it. It's fine. Barrier stuff's kind of expensive. Is it? I feel like this can is probably eight bucks. No,
2: I wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Usually, usually they're like five at most.
1: Most places where I go to buy beer that have barrier, it's either sold only in the four pack. And that's not barrier well, That's the place that sells it, I guess. And it'll be like 20 bucks or 22 bucks for a four pack. So I never buy it. <laughs> or it's one can for like seven or eight bucks. The
2: place I go is pretty much like 90% singles.
1: I know. I've been to that place. It's a cool place.
2: It's just like, take what you want.
0: I've gotten drunk there. It's nice. So have I. So then they were like, what presents do we buy? Yeah. Della doesn't have enough money. She tried, she had been trying to save all year, but they just, because they don't make much money. They just can't can't save that much.
1: He like got demoted or something, right? He started making less money in the middle of the year, something like that. Yeah,
2: they're
0: poor as fuck.
1: Well, this, the opening line is like a dollar and twenty eight cents or something like eighty seven. Is dollar what yeah. it What is? I'm
0: looking at it right now.
1: you, know, you read like you read the whole thing. On Listen, one page this you.
0: is out of copyright, so we could technically just read. Isn't the Isn't that a thing. sublime song? One eighty seven. One eighty seven on a motherfucking cop.
1: That's a line from uh, April twenty sixth,
2: nineteen eighty two. Whatever that song called. Yeah, the, it's the, the Rodney from- King. Is that what it's called? Well, I mean... Oh, is that it's, what it's about? 187 is a That's murder. murder. So it was like, oh, we're going to murder some cops. And was like,
1: well, the whole song, I actually never thought about what that song was about. I just thought it was like a I thought about the riots. Teenage. Because it's about like, like, I stole, I went to the liquor store, I went to all the liquor that I couldn't afford. Or whatever he says, he, he steals a bunch of shit. Yeah, I think it's the riots. Oh, that makes way more sense. I thought it was just like him having... Having fun. Stoner fantasies. <laughs> well,
2: I never really sublime. I it. Apparently, it was about the gift of the Magi. That's true. That's what we're talking about today. The cop could only yep. afford to give his wife a dollar 80 worth of stuff. This I mean, <laughs> was the '90s, so it really couldn't buy her much.
0: No. Well,
1: in 1906, a $1. dollar eighty-seven wasn't gonna get you a whole lot, but probably a lot more than it would today. Yeah,
0: not a whole lot more.
1: <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. People probably made like thirty dollars. The guy makes twenty dollars a week, and they're poor.
2: They make
0: twenty dollars a week in this? I think it's twenty dollars a week. He brings some. Yeah, it's a grand sum for 1906. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, she only has a dollar eighty-seven. And she's tried to save during the year, but she couldn't. But that's all she's got. And it is Christmas Eve. So we've got get a dilemma. Well, so, so
1: she she knows, she's like, What is my husband like? And he has only one possession yeah, that is go. valuable in
0: his life, like a physical possession, not counting her all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it's his pocket watch. It's both a valuable thing and he values it because he really likes it. He it's, loves he's, that. He's fucking very proud watch. of it. It's a thing he got. Was it his grandfather's or something? It was like a family that? watch. It's a family heirloom mm-hmm. pocket watch.
1: And she's like, I know what I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him that fucking chain for that watch.
0: That gold watch
1: chain. Because that was a thing he would just buy in the store in 1906. Yeah. You know what else you'd buy in a store in 1906?
2: You'd buy a beer. buy a
1: beer. What's this beer? Oh, this is a
2: Christmas beer. We're going for a record today. This is going to be the fastest. Most info. beers per
0: minute. Yep. Who brought or this one? Wasn't I brought it. This is called Pear Noel. The Christmas pear. Yep, the Christmas pear. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael doesn't know what this tastes Finally, like. Finally, I'll no, know what a yeah. pear tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it is a Belgian Christmas ale, 7% alcohol. Oh, it says unpasteurized. Perhaps I should have kept this refrigerated. <laughs> it wasn't refrigerated on the shelf where I got it. So and It wasn't refrigerated on the container ship it came over on either. <laughs> Speaking of Belgian Christmas,
2: have you guys ever heard of the, the, the Dutch Christmas edition of Svarte Piet? Is that Black Peter? Black Peter?
1: Yeah, yeah. He like you know about this Children that are bad. A little bit. Yeah. Is, uh, he's, a black he goes,
2: he's a black-faced elf who but not who,
1: blackface. I don't know if that's the right term. <laughs> well, the no, problem actually, the problem is.
2: with Svarte Piet is that for the Christmas parades in the Netherlands, people run around in blackface, like blackface. Big red lips. Oh. Running around like, I'm Sparta Pete, This is okay. Ha, 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 ha. I like and everyone's like, that holy weird. shit. What accent. is going on here? And they're like, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. I'm like, No, Sparta Pete isn't racist. He's just Black Pete.
1: Because I've also seen pictures because black people it's, are evil. it's just like a black thing. Like <laughs> he is the like, color he's black. actually
2: like black, but he looks, he looks very much like, like kind of like a Sambo, black oh, Sambo totally. from Disney. And they still have the parades where they dress up like him, including... Blackface.
0: Well, Belgium doesn't quite have the same history know, of slavery of that. that the United States does, <laughs> or, or, no, or the they, Netherlands. They, they only had the Congo and they were like, "Fuck you, Hutus." <laughs> they didn't invent that shit. Uh, but and also, like the minstrel the uh, uh, minstrel uh, shows, minstrel shows, and, and they don't have laws yeah, they have you know blackface?
1: Like Do you know that the in the UK they had a blackface TV variety show till the seventies? Uh, yeah, I probably believe that. And then in, like, they want to say the 60s, they tried to make it not blackface, and people were like, no, this show sucks now. <laughs> Bring that back. And it had, it was just dance troops and musicians, and they were in blackface. And they're like, we can't, it, it doesn't work
2: without the blackface. Yeah, they can't just dance without blackface on. It's not the same show. <laughs> What's happening to our country?
1: Hmm,
2: <laughs> mm, I do say. So
1: what do you think of this, uh, this Christmas pear beer?
2: It tastes kind of, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't really understand how it's a Belgian or a Christmas ale. Well, because it's made in Belgium. That'd probably be my first guess. Is it? I don't fucking know. Where is it, where is it made? Who makes this? Father Christmas. Oh, de Runke. Belgium, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, that's Belgian. But like when you think, I guess I'm thinking of like Belgian beer. Like it's different kind like of. Belgian beer can mean anything. It's just yeah. wild. I'm going on my own interpretation. But also it doesn't, I don't get the Christmas vibe aside from the pitcher. Well, it's a little stronger. It's a little heavier. But it doesn't It's really only seven percent. And it's a picture of Santa hugging a glass of beer. It has a kind of and it's, funky taste to it. It has something funky in it, yeah.
1: But not in what most companies mean by funk. Like it's something a little weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm not digging this. I'm not either into the dump cup. So she's like, Oh, let me get him this watch chain. Every gentleman needs a watch chain. And then she buys it. But she's like, wait, it's more than a dollar I
2: need some I need to sell something to get the money for this watch chain. And she has beautiful, beautiful hair. She's All the got, way down to her knees. She's got lots of fucking hair.
1: It's kind of ridiculous. That's down to her knees. Like, maybe they're poor because of their shampoo bill. <laughs> like, how much shampoo does it take to wash that much hair? Do you
0: even have shampoo back then?
1: Well, if they did, they would be destitute. Yeah. And so she chops that shit off. She goes to a wig yep. shop.
0: <clears> she she's has like, lovely hair. And so she goes to a wig shop. And she get they pay it exactly, what is it, exactly $20 for it? it's a, it's a fair amount of money
1: whatever it is it um, basically cleans them out she she takes you yeah, know here's take my. They, hair. they
2: arrive back to where she she was initially essentially
1: yeah and she they give her like here's one watch chains amount of dollars
2: oh how convenient yeah.
1: and then she's like ugh oh, excellent and she has this tiny little you know haircut now like a old lady 1 inch long hair sticking out of her head which for 1906 is not okay no it's not and she comes home, and she's like, oh, my husband's going to be so happy.
2: I hope that I... I got him this wash chain, and I also got him a beer. <laughs> 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 There's no story left. <laughs> yeah, we've got two more.
1: And she's like, I hope he's not upset. I might have been an insanely bad elf this year. And uh, oh, that's not what she says at all. But that's the name of this beer. And this is the 2016 vintage ale, insanely bad elf.
2: 16.
1: It says that, yeah.
2: Okay. Does that mean they made it then, or is it
0: like they haven't changed it since then?
1: No, it's when they made it, allegedly. 11.2% yeah. alcohol.
0: So the beer store I go to has a bunch of beers from the same company. One is called Bad Elf. One is called Really Bad Elf. One is called Insanely Bad Elf, which is this one. Each one gets a little bit stronger. And then there's one that's called Criminally Bad Elf. That one I did not get. It costs more money, so I just don't Is it to. like just sh- sh- stronger? Each one gets stronger. Each one is a different kind of beer also, Mm. but it also gets stronger in alcohol, and this is... 11.2. Imperial Red Ale. And it is, of course, a golden color. Yeah, not exactly very red, but it's a very bad-looking elf. That is a strong one.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) That is the meaning of Christmas, Jimmy. (laughs) That's the Holy Spirit flowing through you right there.
1: (laughs) That is an intense, sweet, sweet thing. Like I, yeah, I feel like strong. I
2: would normally like this if it was like a little less intense, but it's it's fucking intense. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm
1: not digging it to the degree I hoped it would. Honestly, it's overpowering. It's relentless. It's a relentless onslaught of Elf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Nate? Not a fan. It's yeah. just
0: a little bit. It's it's just too strong. It's, it's too. It's, uh, uh, it's too intense. much.
1: I wouldn't say it's criminally bad, but it's. I just don't. I like can't even edge. rationalize what the criminally bad one is going to be but like. But if they change, if the criminally bad is like a Belgian quadruple style ale oh. or something where it makes sense, that like, is what it is. is, is it is
0: like a twelve percent Belgian something. I'm a goddamn beer scientist. So um, <laughs> you're a goddamn beer genius. <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> you must have a beer
1: IQ of one hundred twenty. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, the <laughs> the della whatever her name is. She's like, ah, oh, I'm bald now, but my husband will get this lovely chain. And then the husband comes home, and she's so she's she
2: just a ball and chain. She's balled, a, a bald and chain, and chain yeah. yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so she's waiting, and she's like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't get upset and realize that now I just look like Sinead O'Connor." <laughs> well, she got head shave. I don't know. I mean, you don't know how much she's got left. They didn't have shavers and back then. And in 1904 then. or 1906, whatever, a lady with short hair was a strange sight. That's true. So he comes up the steps, and he's like, "Hello, honey." What the fuck? And she's like, oh, well, there's a story here. I sold my hair to buy you this chain for your watch. But the thing I hope, you love most. I hope you still love me and think I'm good looking and want to be with me and my hair will grow back eventually. But here's it will take the, 20 years. Well, to get to her knees, but in like 10 months it'll be back to a decent amount. And he's like, here's the chain. And he's like, oh, fuck. You you goddamn disappointment.
0: <laughs> Look what you did. Because he's also purchased her a gift. But he also didn't have any money. So he sold the only thing he had of any value, which was the watch. Yeah. And he sold it to
1: buy her a gift. And so I was like, oh, fuck.
0: Now I hope this- it's not something that's totally useless now.
1: <laughs> well, it wouldn't fucked up if he got it. Like, Honey, I got us this watch cleaning kit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why? That doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? <laughs>
1: He sold his watch because it was the only thing he had of value that he could get part with. And because he loved his wife so much, he was able to get rid of his family heirloom. A thing that probably would be priceless today, frankly. A 1906 ancient watch. Probably worth a lot of money if it was in decent shape. And he sold it, and he bought her something that she had wanted.
0: A beer. He did.
2: Like, <laughs> ah, you got this beer. Wow, he got her the gift that keeps <laughs> on giving. <laughs> We should do all the episodes this <laughs> <end>. <laughs> It appears like a relentless, just, ugh. It's like a conveyor belt of beer. <laughs> uh, who, Jimmy, you brought this one. I brought right? this one. This is from Brewmaster Jack, who's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Near and Dear, and I got it because they both sold something that's near and dear to them to get something for their significant other that's near and dear to them. Oh, there's a, lot nears, a lot of neers, a lot of deers. <laughs> I believe the plural of deer is also deer. A lot of neers and a lot of deer.
1: <laughs> it's like moose. <laughs> Mises. This is an eight percent alcohol stout, right? Uh
2: Who the fuck knows? It doesn't say anything here. What is this? Pretty
1: sure I didn't just invent it. I think I read that those words. Oh
2: yeah, it says stout. Right under the <laughs> under the title. Yeah. Bottom bottom left side of the label. I think it says eight percent. Eight percent. Yeah. Twenty IBUs. Twelve Standard. fluid ounces.
1: Those are numbers. Those are all numbers that add up to a different number that we can contort to prove that there is an Illuminati. But what do you think of the beer? Some sweet, sweet chocolate off that. Kind of
2: chalky. It's fine. It smells like someone lit a bunch of old chocolate on fire and let it burn out. I don't get a smoky flavor out of it. Really? It smells like like a really dark, like uh, almost, not smoke, but like, I don't know. It's kind of smoky.
1: But I, mean, I do get like a bigger chocolate flavor, like the bittersweet chocolate flavor. It's yeah. not a sweet, you know, milk chocolate thing.
2: It it tastes way, way less than it smells.
0: Yeah,
1: I kind of like it actually.
2: It's near and dear to you.
1: I wouldn't say that it's near and dear to me, but I wouldn't is it say near it's insanely or bad. dear. Um, maybe it's literally near to you. It is nearer to you. Yeah, now, but it's probably dearer to me.
2: Yeah, no, that's true.
1: And it's not a sweater. Uh, <laughs> it's not know. a sweater. So, the thing he bought for his wife in selling his birthright was he bought this other thing that she had wanted, these like tortoise shell combs for her hair or hairpins or something like yeah. that. Yeah, combs. Which I don't really know what that means. Like I guess those are things it's like a fancy like, it's a fanc- like pin back hair. It's like a fancy yeah. hair
2: kit, you know, like a t- combs and pins and like a brush. They're probably real tortoise, so you know they're like a real deal. Which is weird because tortoises don't have hair. It's
1: true. Nor do they have anything to comb. But he bought her these really nice tortoise shell combs, and she has no hair. And she bought him the watch chain, but he had to sell his watch. So they both traded the thing that was most valuable to them for the
2: other one. And then comes the 80s sitcom freeze frame, where they just go,
0: wow. (laughs) Wow. And then, then they do that. Oh yeah, song. <laughs> <laughs> and bump, 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 <laughs> yeah. Bum bum. <laughs> that synthesizer. Yeah, hundred um,
1: percent. And then there's like one paragraph explaining what this all fucking means. And I'll be honest with you, I read that paragraph four times. I still don't know what it means. I don't remember that paragraph.
0: Like, oh, the and, final paragraph.
1: And in learning from the Magi who brought the Lord Baby Jesus some frankincense, oh, gold, yeah. and myrrh. What the fuck was that? Because like, what does the title have to do with it? So the Magi are the three wise assholes who brought presents to Baby Jesus. And they're like, that's that's the guy. They brought him valuable shit. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Which were actually, I mean, gold's pretty valuable all the time. Frankincense and myrrh, also very valuable things in the ancient Eastern
2: world. Yeah, it had nothing to do with like giving up anything for the each other I don't, I don't understand
1: yeah like giving up the thing you want to get for something like they, didn't, they didn't like hey i'm gonna give up being religious to give gifts to the you know my religious savior or something yeah, weird like that that didn't make
0: any sense. so okay the beginning of the paragraph so i'm looking at it right now i'm cheating i know so the magi as you know were wise men wonderfully wise men he brought, brought the gifts to the newborn child gaspar what's the other one's name Balthazar,
1: Gaspar, and Ernestio. Melchior, Phil Melchior, yeah, and Quavanzane. That was, that was a
0: that was a trivia question we did one time. Actually. I think oh, we cheated on that at Trump. Sure we sure did, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so, uh, which
1: by the way, their names are not anywhere in the Bible people, as those names. That's just fucking made up horseshit,
2: like most of the stuff. But I mean, even if you, oh. you, you like,
1: want to accept that the, the Bible's Bible is not horseshit, there's a whole host of horseshit that is that's, attached to.
0: That's it. That's from
2: the extended universe.
0: These are the the hadiths. (laughs) So, okay. Here's what I was trying to say. So, it starts with the badgai, as you know, were wise men, and then this is the second to last of all uh, of all who give gifts. These two were the most wise, meaning the husband and wife. I think this is probably a key line. Of all who give gifts, gifts of all who give (laughs) gifts. Okay. (laughs) These two were the most wise. Were they though? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah right well
0: all of them, but the, I, okay were they that's an entirely separate question we're trying <laughs> to get is what did he mean by it okay so um he's saying they're the magi they're the wise people because they gave up they loved each other so much that out of their love they gave up the one thing that they cared about so they could get the thing the other person wanted that's not wisdom though
1: that's selfless
0: yeah I mean, it's
2: like if you want to say, like, that was like the best gift you could give, is one thing. I was like, the wisest? No, it was fucking stupid on both of them.
1: Though it's significantly stupider for the guy. Because he can't regrow that watch. He can if he was a gecko. <laughs> <laughs> like, he got the shorter end of the stick. You're like, yeah, she's going to have to grow her hair back, and it's going to take a while, but it'll probably grow back. He will not be able to grow back Grandpapa's watch.
2: And he will never know what time it is ever again. <laughs>
0: He's going to be late to work every day. He he's going to miss
2: next Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like he got, And then the thing is, like she cut her hair, which was important to her, but it was also really important to the husband because he wanted his wife to look good. She got nothing out of him having that watch. That's totally his thing. She gets to enjoy that my husband enjoys this, but he doesn't, like, she doesn't get to be like, look at my husband, he's got the nice watch. Whereas he gets to go, look at my wife, she's got the nice hair and everybody could see it. Like, they're not even even gifts. When I first heard about it, I knew this story for a long time before I ever read yeah. it. And I thought it had more of like a Twilight Zone ending to it where it was like, and then they both got screwed <laughs> because they fucked up with shit and they were idiots. And they had pig faces. Which is how... The <laughs> <laughs> She's hideous! Which is how uh, Twilight Zone episodes tend to go. Yeah. Like, the people get screwed over because they're greedy or they're jealous. But here it's like, oh, they lost everything, and that made them smart.
0: No. Well, yeah. it doesn't. so here's the part that's like almost a little bit Twilight Zone, that he's calling them magi, which are the wise men. But yet what they did was seems really silly and stupid because they no longer have the thing that they got the gifts for each other for.
1: I get it. It's all so, about like the point is the act of giving versus yeah. the gift itself. Right, it's all about taking
0: of others above
1: yourself.
2: You know, like you give up the thing you want, the thing you you value most to give something to someone else. I I get
0: the the message. It still is just like, okay. Or that by accidentally, and this is also one of the reasons, okay, they accidentally did something stupid that ended up being wise, or at least that's what O. Henry is calling it, wise. And that's sort of like the the things that don't seem to make sense together, but that makes the story more unique.
1: Uh, it isn't memorable, and it, it is the kind of thing where you're like, ha well, stupid. Well, I mean, <laughs> in
2: some ways it is memorable because everyone fucking knows the story, whether or not they have read it. I read it two days ago.
1: I
0: actually I didn't know it. the story at all. What? Till I read it what? yesterday. Really? I mean, I think I've heard of it, That's but some I shit really you learned, like, elementary school could not have told you what happened in it. Yeah. I really didn't know. That's surprising.
1: But I don't know why Magi, why didn't he just say, why is it the gift of the Magi? Why is it the gift of the Magi? It has nothing to do with the
2: actual biblical magi, because it was 1906. you wanted to like appeal to people who love Jesus, which was everyone
0: back then, because that's all you had. I think it's s- also something everyone related to, being poor. Well, no, I meant <laughs> loving the, Jesus. I meant the the religion part. Yeah, because mm-hmm. people were so religious.
1: Well, he didn't live much longer than this. He died like five years after this came out. Oh, it, I think it was that bad. You no, know, he died of TB. I think, like, you know, as back then they're like, oh, you got the consumption. Well. You might want to go take in the fine sea salt airs and maybe that'll give you six months. But he actually did all of his writing in like a ten year period of time. He wrote all these short stories, and that's it. Which kind of makes it interesting too. But nothing but interpreting the story, I totally hear what you guys are saying. I just think it's fucking garbage.
2: No, I think that's not, I think this also garbage. I don't think it's good. No. I mean I, I get the you know the happy message from it, but it also is just like, oh okay, this shit. Why why has this lasted over hundred years in our public consciousness. I think because of the cool, like, fucked up ending. It, it could also like, be because there aren't any other Christmas stories that we've discovered. It's true, but, <laughs> but it's because he's the M. Night
1: Shyamalan of short stories. He and wrote, like, he wrote one twist. or two good ones and then a bunch of shit. Yeah, and one, they were dead the whole time. You know,
0: M. Night Shyamalan, I think, is a better way, better, better way to think of it than Twilight Zone because most of those M. Night Shyamalan things are really just not that good. Like, it's supposed to be a twist, but it's actually stupid. That's what this is. It's kind of a twist, but it's also just not that good. Thank you. Yeah. As I insult
1: this author and M.I. Sean Oh, Henry. Oh, Henry. What are you thinking? So what can we, what Christmas lessons or non-denominational holiday lesson can we learn from this story?
2: If you're going to buy your wife something for her hair, ask her to not cut it off before end of Christmas. I would say
1: also check someone's Amazon wish list. You know, just just see what's happening. Is that a
2: thing people actually use?
1: It's better than selling your hair to buy them on. No, I'm saying like, is
2: that a thing people actually use? People put something. stuff on their wish
1: list. Uh, I put some things on there occasionally, just because I like. Honey, please take the hint. But then I. How
0: do see people it. see your Amazon wish list?
1: Uh, my wife will see because we use the same account.
0: I was going to say a lesson you can take away from this is, if your wife if your wife comes home without any hair, go return those combs and get something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have I love to office. In 1906, they must have. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Return policies? Okay, if they're nice, she could just tape you her could hair sell back it on. to somebody else. I mean, they're not worthless items. What if
2: she just dipped the ends of her new hair in glue and taped it and glued it <coughs> her hair back on?
0: That would have been a better ending. Yeah,
1: <laughs> She goes through life with the glue of her old hair glued to her head like a stupid cousin extensions. It. <laughs> it's
2: weave. That's an unbelievable ending. <laughs> No, <laughs> that would make the story a thousand times better. It's like, what the fuck? Okay, more like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. and then if
1: he used the chain to go choke the person that took his watch, And took it
2: back. Be badass, but it's it doesn't funny. end like that. No, instead it, it ends stupid.
1: It ends on the freeze frame as you said, and they're just like, oh shucks, and then the narrator. Jesus, sure is great. Yeah, it was a fucking dumb story. Fuck Christmas. I love Christmas, Christmas but I mean, this, this story. This, sucks. this
2: story is like, man, fuck Christmas. It has nothing to do. It really
1: has nothing to do with Christmas at the end of the day. Like okay. the idea, of like oh, giving is better than to re- to give is better than to receive. All right, so this is probably the most famous other Christmas story besides A Christmas Carol and The Grinch and The Grinch, which maybe we'll get to The Grinch next year. We have no choice.
0: We really don't. That's <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. So s-
0: tune in a year from now. For the Grinch Who Stole Christmas.
1: You know, we have a whole 52 weeks to go until that comes out, so why don't you, if you you could think of some books that might be appropriate or short stories, send us a message. We're running out of ideas. For Christmas. Not for other episodes, but, you know, it's nice to do a Christmas thing. Oh, yeah. True. But but if, you know, people have off, maybe they want to listen to podcasts and not talk to their family, that's where we come in. Maybe they want to get drunk.
0: We can handle that, too. I'll help you out with that.
1: If you could think of a good Christmas story to do next year... Send us an email at DrunkGuysBookClub at gmail.com.
0: Or tweet it to us at DrunkGuysBC. Or go to Facebook or Instagram at DrunkGuysBookClub.
1: In the meantime, don't go selling your fucking hair or your watch chain for anybody. Unless you don't want them anymore. Yeah. Then do that. You might be disappointed. If you sell your watch chain, it's worth $3 now.
0: <laughs> and hair is free. Yes. Thanks for listening.